from the center of excellence. Let's get talking. Yes, it's time for us to get talking. This is Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. My name is Olua Kayade. It's 8 o'clock. Actually, it's 6 minutes past 8. And uh, this is the time for us to get into political artistry. Now, last week on political artistry, we decided to just do a review of some of our past uh, interviews that we've had. And like I promised you that this week we'll go into another session just looking at some of the interviews we've had over the past nine months thereabout. And uh, also uh, open up the phone lines to hear from you. Hearing the politicians speak, what does it feel like? When you hear them speak, when you listen to their voices, the comments they make, some of them I'm sure you'll agree with, some you wouldn't agree with. But whatever it is that I mean, you're going through or whatever it is that is going through your mind at any particular moment, what, which conclusions do you draw? Which conclusions do you draw? So tonight... We'll be reviewing interviews we've had with two people. One is Olumide Thompson, a member of the PDP, the People's Democratic Party here in Lagos. And also, we have uh, an interaction we had with Honorable Moyo Sore uh, Adebanjo, who is also, who himself is a member of the APC. These two will come on board. They will join us and uh, we will have this uh, interaction. Or should I just say we'll do a playback of the interview, some interesting bits on uh, about the interview, how they got into politics, what they're doing presently, and we'll see what we can learn from each person. Now, what's interesting about these two people is that they're both young guys. Young, uh, relatively, because they're 40s, 30s, 20s, but they all started young. And to a certain extent, they're covering some, you know, so they've covered some... Uh, uh, some tracks in, in in their political life so they tell us about how they got into it what they're doing right now how challenging it could be how they are dressed as politicians how nigerians see them and these are just some of the things that we will learn from them this evening remember that this show i'm not doing it alone i'm doing it with you the listener you who's been listening to us since we started a few months ago about nine months ago and if you're just tuning in for the first time and uh well we say welcome to the segment this is political artistry a segment or a program where we discuss with politicians talk about their life more of a personality profile uh get to know them better get to understand them get to see how they live you know i haven't done this for nine months one thing i've realized is that first of all we should stop saying that politicians are uneducated believe me some of them have two masters. Some of them were doing very well abroad. Some of them were doing very well in banking, in different sectors before they decided to delve into politics. And in the sector which they were before they got into politics, for a lot of them, they were doing just fine. They were doing as in perfectly well. But they got into politics and everything changed. So it's not about their capacity or their ability that is what is it about then i'm not sure <laughs> maybe it's something we all can discuss on this program now, if you're looking at some the capacity of some of these uh, people these politicians that have come on this program uh, some of them were bankers some of them were doing so well in 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 their their field or whatever field they are i've interviewed people who have uh, masters 
Yes, Masters. And the town hall meeting that we had on Thursday, by the way, if you missed it, you really, really missed it a lot. But you can still go onto our Facebook page and watch the videos there. There's the video that we just finished playing right now. That is uh, an excerpt of what went down on Thursday. The Lagos town hall meetings that we just played to you right now. We played it from 7 till 8. And uh, we'll play some other parts of it later on this evening for those who missed it. But Honorable Yishao is currently doing his PhD. Uh, he has an, an MSc. I think he has an MBA. I think he has two masters, one MBA, or that means three masters. And uh, he's currently doing his PhD. So first of all, get it out of your mind that our politicians, they are not educated. These people are very, very educated. I mean, a lot of them are. A lot of them have gone to school. I know of someone who is currently doing an LLM and says in a class, there are a lot of politicians there who are currently studying. <sighs> so probably that's a question you can help me answer tonight <laughs> since it's political artistry. Uh, that why, How come in spite of all the education, Nigeria is still not moving in the direction which it should be moving? Probably that is one angle we can look at this evening while we do a playback of two previous interviews with two politicians, one H and the APC and the PDP. Let's see what really is happening um, in politics. But like I said, you could join us via WhatsApp on 0809-234-5913. And uh, that's on WhatsApp. And you can also put your calls through when we open up the phone lines. But for now, join us on WhatsApp on 0809-234-5913 and also on Twitter, tweet at us at Lagos Talks 913. Lagos Talks 913. And let's have that uh, conversation this evening. So let's get started with the interview. The interview we had with the politician We'll start with that of Olumide Thompson, a member of the PDP here on the island in Etiosa, local government area, and uh, I mean Etiosa constituency. And uh, you'll be engaging him. I mean, let's see what, how the engagement went, what he had to say about politics, what he had to say about life, about growing up, and more importantly, how he got into politics which is something very key, something very, very important for us all to learn from. Let's take a listen to what he has to say. Okay, People go into politics for a number of reasons, um, both good and bad. Um, My decision or choice to go into politics was not an easy one, considering our political terrain. But nonetheless, I think um, the right choice was something that was necessary. I think we're all here for different reasons. We're all inclined to follow particular paths compared to others. Just the way some might thrive in a structured um, um, 95 environment, I think my choice, um, which I might not necessarily thrive in, my choice to run is more an area where I feel there's more of a passion. I mean, I'm more involved um, in it. Okay. Um, I think as a citizen of um, a state or any country, a lot of people don't understand the origin or the meaning of that word citizen. Citizen is about participation politically. Mm. 
you know the, it's 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 a it's a cross reference between specific privileges and the obligation to participate okay. obligation being the key word you have to take part in the process of wherever you are so my choice in this case is to run for office doesn't necessarily mean everybody needs to do that but you need to participate in one way or the other as means voting having your voice heard and demanding more of the people who are there to serve you because that's what it is they're there to serve you all right so demanding more of the people who are there to serve you now okay so you say your decision to cross over into politics wasn't easy what was the trigger point for you i think we're at a point where um things could be going a lot better people have different opinions and different views of how things could run and i think for me it was more a case of as opposed to just talking why don't you do something about it um so that was what was really pushing me and driving me and over the years prior to this i had taken part even though behind the scenes in a few election campaigns so i knew what it was about but for me as olumide was more a case of look you feel just that like every other Nigerian feels things could be better, things could be done a different way as opposed to just talking, wanting to try and do something about it. So that was my main motivation to going out there and running for um, the local government chairmanship position. Mm. And how did that go? I mean, it was good. It was an amazing experience. I didn't think anything, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So, you Tell know. me about it because people say when you go, I, I remember having someone here on the seats and I asked him, why did you decide to go waste money in politics? <laughs> so what was your experience like tell us about the good the bad the highs the lows and everything it's not about wasting money i think you have to realize it's um that's part of the game you um you, you need to spend money as you do in every other thing you need to do i think it's just more a case of um maybe you spend a bit more you know and success is not just measured by winning i think you the fact that you being out there um, putting yourself forward and saying that yes you want to try and be a part of the, um, the, the the change, I use that term very uh, lightly. Yeah. You know, part of <laughs> you got to right. you have to step up. But I think it was it was definitely a good experience meeting people, knowing people, getting to hear their stories and who they are. Mm. I mean, I live in VI. Once upon a time, I walked down the road in VI and see these faces. But now, I can tell you most of them what their names are, what their stories are, where they're coming from, what what they are about. So it's a very different experience, and that only came across as a result of me running for office. So I think it's um, it's a good thing. Like I said, not everybody is necessarily cut out for it, but I think we all need to participate in one way or the other. All right. Now I've heard a lot of stories about people going into office, especially young people. And mm-hmm. when I say young, not necessarily age-wise. Okay. Because um, at least you're, too, you're you're far too too old to be co- compare yourself with two young, not too old to, <laughs> to run. Are you sure? <laughs> Don't be fooled by all this way. stress on Nigeria. Like <laughs> 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 all right. So now, a lot of people have said that you get there and at some point you ask yourself, wow, why did I decide to go into this? Was there any points in your uh, build-up to the election where you felt, wow, do I really need this? Do I just back out? Which events happened that got you thinking? Um, I believe yes, that's possible. That I think that happens a lot. I think you get in there; it's not everything you're told um, that you know about. I think nothing teaches you better than experience. I think the uh, the biggest thing for me is um, reacting to um, to people. One, they realize that you're in a position, so they're able. They taunt you and otherwise, and then you have to compose yourself and just 
um, watch it, just listen. But then you being an old boy and a girl, it's shit like every other person. I think, ah, bro, put down. You know, I know it's a talk. You know, however, I'll take it because of where I am today. Yeah. So I think that was um, um, uh, the biggest lesson for me in this thing. But like I said, it's. Having gone through that now and overcome that hurdle, I just see that part of the game. I just smile and laugh. Mm. You know, I remember one of my um, uh, mentors saying that uh, you have to have almost like a like a Teflon suit and just pray that nothing sticks and nothing mm. gets to you. So you have to build that uh, mentality over time. So I think I'm better than I was then. I'm able to take more things in now. All right. Now you use the word a particular word. I like to you know point out. You use the word mentor. Yeah. But in our political space, we don't have mentors. We have godfathers. Mm. So who are your godfathers? Um, I, I think godfather is, is a strong word. I don't think... Um, first of all, what, what is your definition of a godfather first? I think Not mine. Start, uh, yeah, it's Nigerian I mean, political land space. Uh, I landscape. Think, it's a godfather is somebody that, you, that holds your hands and mm. uh, just leads you. Somebody that facilitates your movement up the ladder. Somebody that... Uh, is there that calls the shots on your behalf that will give you things that you might not necessarily qualify for uh, it might be over a period of time it might be very short time whatever it is but somebody there high up there because like we say uh, it's not easy to get the tickets for a party mm-hmm. so there's always this belief that you must have somebody that was you know like you say when you see the is it water leaves or what do you call those leaves Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. dancing yeah. there's somebody beating the drum underneath <laughs> <laughs> well I guess that's the beauty of the PDP um, it's, I think it's in, the, in the PDP you are allowed to um, go into the ring and fight for your what you want or if you think you're the best person why don't you go ahead and go for it so I think um, to go back to your question of do I have a godfather I would say no because you, you, you mentioned something even though you're not qualified you're being pushed there that is not my case and that hasn't been my case but from a from a mental perspective, someone you can bounce off, uh, bounce your ideas of what you want to do, who has been there before, or you can say, okay, this is what I want to do. What do you think? Is this the right way? It's not the right way. And also learning from their own, um, should I say, mistakes and successes. I think that's that's very key. And so, so when you're beating the drum, I it's good to have people on your side, but I think you have to prove yourself first and show that yes, you're capable and have the desire and capacity to fulfill the role which you're going for mm. so i so so um you had people but you, you also proved yourself yes you have you, to you, you definitely, definitely. all definitely. right so i mean with all this said uh you will be going back to your life okay how it all, okay. all right that's it um that is uh, a clip from the interaction we had with uh olumide thompson a member of the pdp Telling us about how he got started, how he felt he needed to uh, not just talk, but participate. And to participate in politics, he decided to contest. Now, according to him, he says not everybody needs to be a politician, but we all have to participate one way or the other. So you need to look at what is hurting you the most in politics and how, and that is what determines what role or which roles you will play. For example, if you're angry at the fact that, okay, 100 million naira, 40 million naira, and the likes have been spent on forms, which the truth is that whether 40 or 100, none is cheap. It's just unfortunate that the gap between the two are, 
are quite wide but none is cheap how many young guys not too young to run can even afford 20 million naira, which i think is what the is it the sdp or so is charging how many young people so if you're talking about forms coming down which is one of the challenges that we have now everybody is oh apc is doing this but are we saying 40 million is okay are we even saying 20 million is okay do we how much do we want our forms to be that is those are questions that we should be asking but anyway so let me get back on track if you feel that the 20 or the 100 million is too much and uh, you want it to come down what that means is that join a party so that you can influence how much or the activities that happen in your party if you feel that uh, all the people running our parties are not strong enough then get people of like minds people like yourself encourage yourself to join parties so that you can influence parties to act like what you want so that is one way to participate but he chose to get into politics and contest because he believes he had something to offer so if you're out there and you know you have something to offer or people around you are telling you guy girl you can change this nation this nation can change you have the capacity you have the ability and all you do is i don't know jerry nothing will work in this country get up get off your you know your, your <laughs> get on your feet and get into politics attempt it you might not be you might not be 2023 but that is another challenge that it's not about you getting into politics and getting a ticket today he olumide thompson got into it played some roles in his local government got involved started engaging people and after a while yes it was ripe to say i want to participate in this area doing a b or c acting in this and this manner that's what it did now talking about godfather i made a comment on godfather but we'll talk about the godfather bit when we come back from this short break and from this short break we're going straight to play the clip of an interview you have with honorable moya sorry a member of the apc then when we come back from there we'll talk a bit about godfatherism let's hear what he had to say about godfathers we'll be right back all right great 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 so um what does it feel like to be a politician on your side Oh, well, it's, um, sincerely, it's, um, it's a mix. It's interesting. But the truth of the matter is, each time you go out there and you find out you're a politician, you mm. think, well, um, you're not truthful, you're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I feel somehow. Mm. So sometimes I just tell them, well, I, I think I'm interested in public service. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as to the regular cliche of, being a Nigerian yeah, politician, politician, so to say, mm. especially for a young and upcoming individual like mine or like myself. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. So, but let me ask you: How truthful are you? You've been accused of not being truthful as a politician. How truthful are you? Um, well, I've been accused not personally, but then as a politician office, out there, yes. yeah, they're not being, they're not truthful. <laughs> I'm extremely truthful. Mm. I have a trajectory, so to say. Okay. You know, um, right from my university days at the University of Lagos, mm. I've been a student leader myself. I've been an all oh, chairman. I see. I've been a student rep council member. I belong to, I, I was a member of university wide committees, so to say. Okay. You know, and afterwards, I think it's paid off for me because. Candidly, it's 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 been an experience, you know, mm. getting out of school and then having this placement one after the other, back to back, 
bumper to bumper. <laughs> so, if you are that truthful, why have you decided to keep your tent with untruthful people? I've not decided to keep my tent with untruthful people. Mm. Well, be a, be a, whether you're a politician or not, there are untruthful people everywhere, in the church and the mocks everywhere. But the truth of the matter is we can't decide to stay aloof and allow things go wrong. We must actually be part of the process, mm. which is very, very key. For me, I've decided to be part of the process. If you go to my constituency, Yebongbo, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about Moyo. I've not, I've not particularly taken up any office at that level, at the local government level. Okay. But then they will tell you my impact. I mean, if you go online, Google it to see the way I, I get to reach out to my community. He doesn't necessarily. I just feel on the on the broader spectrum, mm. I'll be able to do more being a public servant. You know, using the the government resources at one's disposal. Mm. But personally, I think I've done a lot for my consti- for my constituents. Yeah. So you're not you're not interested in the process of that. What do I have to do with that? Let me tell you something. Okay. To the glory of God, I think um, in Yoruba language, you mm-hmm. say, um, oh, oh, you can't eat more than what you can, <laughs> what you can take in your tummy. Okay. For me, I mean, uh, to the glory of God, I think I'm comfortable enough to take care of my needs, mm. you know, personally. And beyond that, I don't think I, I need anything else. I can drive here myself. I can travel whenever I want to travel. I can take care of my bills mm. and those around me. So what else do I need, basically? I see my mates, I mean, I have every opportunity to relocate out of this country. I see my mates doing that, 80% of my friends are outside of Nigeria, but then I feel I could do more here. Mm. You get my point. So for me, it's not just the government, the money you see, you should spend it around. And I'm not, I'm I'm not cut out to, I mean, to do that basically, sincerely. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So is it because of your truthfulness? That's why you haven't had time to get into office? Because we are told that if you're too truthful, you can't get to office. Well, um, sincerely, um, I'm, I'm indeed very grateful to God for the mileage I've been able to cover in, in a little while. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I, 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 at the moment, I occupy different offices. I just said at the local government level. I belong to statewide committees of the government, of boards, you know, Lagos Export Commission, the Lagos State Youth Think Tank, Technical Assistant, the University of Lagos, the Vice Chancellor, and one or two others. You get my point. But then I feel at the local government level, where I feel I should start from, you know, yes. the grassroots particularly, I've not been given the opportunity, knowing fully whether, you know, the thing is, it's not about you coming as scattering ground. Mm. It's about what you're able to cover within a short, a little a short while. while yeah. And then, sincerely, I met people on the queue. <laughs> so the essence, of, the essence of running or aspiring really is to say I'm interested, I can do better, I have value to add. Mm. Um, the displacement factor, well, that's up to God and of course, your godfathers. You can't rule that out. So who are your godfathers? Um, well, I, I, I have a number of them okay. who I look up to. I have godfathers and mothers across the board. It, it depends on what, what strata. Is it religious? Is it political? Is it um, professional? Okay, so let's start religions, religious um, godfathers, then let's do political, which I'm sure the people are more interested in. Well, religious-wise, um, I do not really have um, a god. Of course, you don't have a godfather in, in the religious circle. I mean, you, you have, should a spiritual have father. spiritual father. Mm. Yes, yes, of course. The pastor in the, in, in, in the parish where I worship, I, you know, gives me counsel, so to say. And I think I respect him. Fortunately, he works around the corner. Pastor Dapwarish Awushika. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, 
I appreciate him. I'm a member of Redeem, but then whatever I wish you can pass on, she can tell me, I will do it. I mean, I may not necessarily do what my geo tells me to do, <laughs> okay. you know, because I don't really have that access the to access my geo. To him, yeah. You know, and so if he comes on air or says do this, well, I might not do it because it's my level of faith. Mm. But then I have a relationship with my pastor, you know, he yeah. understands me, I can see cancer. And even at that, I still use my discretion. Yeah. You know, so, but, but of course, I know. Um, I'm a good mentor to my good to, to my your, to my spiritual leader. All right, all right. Yeah. And in politics, Godfathers. <sighs> we're we're looking for the heavy names. Yes. Yes. Um there's so many. Wow. Who have impacted me. If I tell you my age and what I've been able to do in a short while, you'll be shocked. Tell me your age. I, I got want to be able I, to I got involved um well I'm in my early thirties though. Okay. I got involved when I was like eighteen. You know, at the time I was um, on the technical working committee of the new Ribadu campaign organization in 2011. Oh, okay. You know, the presidential campaign. Mm. And you can imagine at that time having access to body loan. Then it wasn't body loan. And I, 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 for a fact, I know we used to meet at a, um, the, government, the, the government house on Isaac John Jerry. Okay. And then we had the strategy room sharing, rubbing minds with people like um, um, Alajilai Mohammed at that time. Robin Mice, Governor Fahim wasn't a governor at that time mm. when the same distant um, um, circle, you know, belonged to the same political um, yeah. ideology at that time. Um, governor Fahim, me, um, there's this professor, Waliade Banwi, okay. he's a Nigerian professor in the US, I think. We were all in that think tank. I remember um, the person that gave me that leverage at that time was Senator Baba Femino Judo. You okay. know, the special advisor to the president on political matters mm. and as of today, you know. He was... I mean, former, former journalist. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a journalist. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he impacted me so much. At the moment, you also have Dr... My, oh, my father is going to be 80 next year. Dr. Olio Miyabayo Mithini, who is a GAC member in Lagos, or, yeah, okay. Lagos State, you know. In that, on, in that access to him, mm. I, I do have, you know. My leader, um, the chief of staff... Honorable Taya Kimadi Ainde, you know, he is, that's my political compass, so to say, because okay. I told his part. Um, you know, okay. Chief Akimbola, the former commissioner for China establishment. So you've gone deep into politics. Yes, I have, you know, and the truth of the matter is, you must start early so that you can go far. Mm. So you didn't wait for not to run, not too young to run Bill before I, you started? I, I, I need both to say, I started politics. I was yet born my, when I was in my, in, my, in my secondary school days. You know, but I started politics quite early in life. Mm. You know, um, and I got involved pretty early. I just knew, I mean, at that time, I remember going to events I wasn't invited to just because I needed to listen to one or two things or meet one or two people. Mm. You know, mm. at that time, I remember clearly joining yeah. protests. Uh, not too long ago, I, I went on my Facebook page and I saw this um, subsidy. By the way, mm -hmm. I was part of those who organized. I'm not talking about when I talk, when I talk about organized. I'm talking about the in-house organizers of the subsidy protest. Yeah. The T-Bags, Pastor oh. Tini Bakari, yes. I see. Um, the late um, Uncle Yinka Odumaki, mm. Mrs. Joe Odumaki, Jimmy Agbaje. I'm talking about those who, who planned how we moved people to Ojota. Mm -hmm. The meeting was going on at, um, at that time, Pastor Tini Bakari's office in JRE. You know, I was part of it at that time. I see. With my great, very good friend, Comrade Murimi Ojudutu. So you, you've you've been you've been a part of those influencing Nigerian politics for a long time yeah, underground. On, underneath, you know, but yeah. the mistake we did at that time was um, we never understood grassroots politics. 
Okay. You know, I, I had more coverage at um, at the top. I knew more people at the top, but I, but knowing that you have to aspire now, I just had to come back to the grassroots. Mm. You know, return home to say you have a base. No matter, I mean, no big tree would emanate without a root. A root yeah. You must have a root. Mm. So I had to, you know, get back to my constituency. I schooled all my life in the Kedja. Um, primary, secondary, Ed Boy, Onibungo constituency, Victoria yeah. School at the we'll, time. We'll come, we'll come to all that because I yeah. know, I believe, yeah, you're uh, an alumnus of uh, the University of U- Lagos. University of First Choice, right? And the Nation's Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we go again. Yes, this is Lagos Talks, 91.3 FM, and the program is Political Artistry, a program where we have a you know, personal conversation with politicians about their life growing up. Uh, you know, the fun things they do, how they relax, politics, their actual view of politics devoid of any uh, party stands or, you know, playing to the gallery, but just airing their views, saying their minds on different issues about politics. This is where all that happens. This is where they let the cat out of the bag. And for a short while, like one hour, they just be themselves and just interact with their constituents and Nigerians as a whole. So don't miss this uh, program, Political Artistry, 8 p.m. every single Sunday. 8 p.m. every Sunday with me, Olua Kayode. And this is where it happens. This is where all the information that we need takes uh, place. So last week and this week, we're doing a review of all or some of the people we've brought in. The interview with uh, Olumide Thompson, the first one clip I played, that happened sometime in November, the 28th of November last year and the interview with uh, Moyo Sore, Honorable Moyo Sore happened in September the 19th of September 2021. You see we've really come a long way and we've brought in the old, the young, nearly retired, retired, active people from across board from federal to state to local government. We've brought all of them in to have an you know, an interaction with you. Talk for you to listen and understand them better. And like we see all the time, the one of the major reasons for which we do this is to reassure you that politicians are people like you. So you can engage them. They have their flaws. They have their successes. They have everything that they've done. Some are right. Some are wrong. So if you're making a mistake, if you're not satisfied, if you want to pass a message, you can do it. If you want to join politics, you can do it. Now, the last clip I played of... Uh, Honorable Moyo, sorry. I know there's a there's an aspect of it that a lot of us are quite in, interested in, and that is when it comes to Godfatherism. Now, remember that the first clip with Olumide Thompson, it says he doesn't have a godfather, but he has people that, you know, that are always there with him, advice, people who can bounce ideas on or through, and uh, people he can interact with, people with more experience, than he is than he has now so he calls them mentors not godfathers moyosore says yes there are godfathers and there are godfathers across board from in every strata from school to politics to work everywhere every area of life do you agree with that that there are godfathers and really in your view who is a godfather do you need a godfather in politics and as godfatherism been abused in Nigeria or Godfatherism is not needed at all. 
Join this conversation right now. Put a call through on 0809-234-5913-0809-191-3913 and 0809-222-0913. You can also uh, call us on our landlines on 015150913015151913 let's discuss politics for a minute but you know mildly who really is a godfather do you really need godfathers in politics have godfathers been of any good uh, use or any done anything good for us as nigerians and more importantly is Godfatherism a Nigerian thing or is it just that we are abusing the idea of who a Godfather is? Hello, caller. Good evening. Hello. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. Good evening to you. Good evening, sir. The name is Michael. Calling from Lekki. Michael from Lekki. How, how is Lekki today? Very well, sir. Very Great. Well. Great. Let's hear you. Talking about Godfather. Godfather is... Uh, exist in every chapter of life and in every throughout the ages if i can use that word mm. they exist in the way they are, they are used to be the good or bad just yeah. like slavery slavery is a necessity in life mm. the abuse of slavery is what did you say slavery? Slavery as in S-L-A-V-E-R-Y? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Really? Yes, Educate me on that. I'm telling you, you are a slave to something. Hmm. How do you mean? For instance, you are a slave to the doctrines of the Bible. Okay. Okay, so you're using slavery to mean something you submit to. So, okay, let me, underst- let me understand you whether it's just semantics I explain out here. Are you saying slavery to mean something you submit to without thinking or something you don't have control over? Is that how you're interpreting slavery? Check some of the doctrines of the Bible. That's exactly if you have to break it down to the elements. That's exactly what it means. Mm. To trust completely. Okay. Trust completely. Okay. The, the abuse of it that is not bad. that happened to blacks that went over to America is an abuse of slavery. Mm. That one is bad. Mm. So when you go back to confederalism, yes. To me. What I hear is mentorship. Mm. Now, that is not a bad word. That is good. Okay. But when you take it to the next level or take it to the other side where you start to use, take advantage of the person you are mentoring to achieve certain untowards things, mm. then it becomes very bad. Okay. Mentorship, I mean, I mean, in the same way, to be likened to mentorship, mentorship is a good thing. Okay. Okay. But when you are doing it, it is bad. So, so it's an abuse that we are suffering from in Nigeria. Thank you so much for that call. I appreciate your call this evening, Max. Hello, caller. Good evening. 
Hello, we are Kyrie. Good evening, sir. Good evening to you, sir. Happy Sunday. Wish you the same, my brother. Uh, my name is Chinedu. I'm calling from Sunday. All right, Chinedu. Let's hear you. Um, coming to what the topic of tonight, um, in terms of um, Godfather. Mm-hmm. I think Godfather, nothing bad in Godfather. I think is Godfather is good. I think everyone that is every reasonable woman be in this every responsibility is supposed to have a Godfather. Mm. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Godfather, that we work of Godfather because Godfather will help you to know for certain things that you don't know because he have more experience than you. Mm. He can advise you. Can also make you know to go astray, know to miss the way. Hello. Yeah. Okay. So we need Godfather. Every woman they need Godfather. That's in the same way. If your godfather, maybe if my godfather begins to change, maybe if I if I, I notice that the godfather is not showing me the right direction, yeah, he left for me to to deviate from such a godfather and look for another one. Okay, hello. Okay. Uh-huh. So even though when you have a godfather, you need also need to be very watchful and also you use your wisdom. Make sure that your own godfather you have is not a godfather, his own is selfish godfather. Okay. So in Nigeria here, in Nigeria here, we have so many selfish godfather, and that is the problem we are passing through here in Nigeria. Mm. Okay, look at what is going on today in America today between Joe Biden and Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Okay, uh, we all know that Barack uh, Obama is godfather to Joe Biden. But look at what is going on. But also, he used his wisdom. He respects himself. It's not everything that Barack Obama is intervening. Because he knows that now he's not all in that power. So he left Joe Biden, he left Joe Biden to do the right thing. So mm. he can only advise Joe Biden. We know that Joe Biden is missing his way. Hello? Right, so that is right. that that can that is kind of godfather we need so, in Nigeria. So, in not so, so in if you have a godfather, why you know your godfather is not showing the last way? They have they have no choice than to do what is to quit and look right. for another one. Okay. All Thank right. you. Thank you so much for that call. I appreciate your comment. So having a godfather from those two callers is not a bad thing, but it is when your godfather begins to abuse the the relationship that is what makes it bad so generally as nigerians we should stop what you're saying is we should stop uh cringing at the mention of the thoughts of a godfather but we should try to identify what that godfather really wants to achieve with his uh, leadership if that's what you're saying let's pick this last call then we'll review some of the other comments and uh we bring the program to an end. Hello, caller. Good evening. Hello. Hello, caller. All right. I think we just lost that call there. So, well, uh, so, well, the two of them, my the two uh, clips we've played from previous interviews from uh, Olumide Thompson and Moyo Sore of the PDP and the APC talks about how they have somebody that helped them. Uh, Godfather or not, that is one of the ways they climbed. But backtracking, let's look at some other things that Moyo Soros said in politics. He says that when he started, he started very young, as early as 18. And that is in, it is important to start young so that you can cover 
a great mileage you know you can go far and achieve a lot more okay i'm going to break the rule and just pick this last call for like two minutes so that we can wrap up the show uh didn't want to pick but it's been ringing consistently hello caller good evening hello yes sir good evening good evening hello Femi. all right where are you calling from hello yes. Femi. i'm calling in from a papa all right so i it's a good color joy. You know, there is a huge difference between orthopedism and mental health. Okay. Maybe you have to draw that fine line. All right. Can, can you speak out first of all so we can hear you better? Sorry. All right. Sorry. Um, a, a, a lot of people see mental health as having a godfather. No, that's not. Having a godfather implies you are not really equipped for the job. But because you have someone somewhere highly placed in the corridors of power mm. that can real, you know, that can look more like what people will call your destiny alpha in, 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 in a political sense, mm. I mean, that is now a good partner. There's nothing wrong with having a mentor. You, you, you need a mentor, you need that wealth of knowledge, that, that wisdom from someone that, that, has, that has gone through the nine years, you know. Really knew that, but I don't really subscribe to God for that reason because it's in of itself is wrong. Because because for you to get to that echelon of power, it must be at the because you deserve it and you must be on the on the pantheon of 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 meritocracy. Okay. Not 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 because you have some Godfather somewhere. All right, all right. Thank you so much. And uh, as you spoke, I just said, okay, for clarity's sake, let's Google this. And what you get from Google is that political godfathers are people that introduce their godsons and goddaughters into politics in exchange for complete control of their decision-making when they get into political positions. This is very different from mentorship. A mentor guides their mentee. They show their mentees how to reach their goal okay so that is uh, a definition of uh, a godfather so godfather mentors but anyway that, that that's it i know that in other countries in some countries in the world or in almost every country in the world every for every democracy you have godfathers but they don't abuse it as much but let's agree that what we need is mentees or mentors rather for for the purpose of this discussion but that without established let's go back to what Moyosore says, he says, starting early is important. He started early and was able to cover a lot of uh, mileage in, in this. He, talk, he mentioned some of the people that support him, people that he bounces ideas on or through, people that he interacts with, people that listen to him, people that are able to engage him and just nudge him in the right direction. And uh, more importantly, he made a statement that apart from playing politics, politics is local. Though it was introduced to play politics nationally, uh, being a part of the subsidy, people that organize the subsidy uh, protest and a lot of other activities, though he did all, he did all that, uh, he never had any roots in his local government. So he couldn't really bounce as high because politics is local. So, that brings us back to the program we did on Thursday, the Lagos Town Hall Meetings, Lagos Talks Town Hall Meetings. Politics is local. 
whatever you do the any change you want any activity you want to do whatever it is you want to achieve you need to start from your local government you need to start influencing from there and when we say local government it's not just the executive chairman or the local government council or the office or secretariat your senate rep or senator in your, of your constituency is local it comes from a group of you know local governments which form that constituency your house of rep in abuja is local your house of assembly member is local your councillors are local imagine every nigerian has a relationship with all these people within your local government imagine the kind of change you would have now okay let's even put that aside if you all feel that all these people are wrong and you are the right person imagine everybody that feels is right is working towards getting into that seat and you all get into the seat and you all do the right thing for nigeria it means that everybody in the national assembly everybody in the state's assembly and everybody in the local government secretariat will be working for the people so you're left with the state government and the federal in terms of the executive and once you have these other ones right you will be able to influence anything that happens anywhere else it's not about talking it's not about complaining it's not about lamenting it's not about uh, accusing people of uh, you know not respecting the people it's not about just talking and giving reasons why nigeria can never be great it's about you and what you do we're playing all this because uh you know playing all this um clips because we want you to just think through what has happened all the comments that these people have made we want you to understand where they started from that rather than you complain rather than you just lament rather than you just talk some of these people to had their complaints they had their issues but they didn't just talk they acted and you look at all these things and you say it is difficult it cannot work nothing is working but all these things are achievable because there are people like you who have done it who have succeeded at it who are still succeeding at it who will continue to succeed at it people who will continue to make great strides and impact so don't just complain and don't just hate your politician if you do not work together with the politician nigeria will never achieve the height or the level that it's supposed to and that is what we're trying to change with this program get you closer to the politician let you see them let you understand them so that they too can see you understand you and just get the kind of nigeria that you want yes you say oh they don't care about us yes because you do not participate when you begin to participate that change that you require will come this is political artistry where we let you know about your politicians how they think what they do how they relax the kind of life they've lived knowing that all of them are illiterate a lot of them are educated and they are like you they have the struggles and just by working together putting pressure when necessary you can get that kind of comfort that you want we end the program here this evening 
and uh, we'll be back next week with our guests as we continue with our interactions with politicians. Follow me on Twitter at I am I P O S U. I am I P O S U on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let the conversation continue. We'll be doing some outside uh, pre recorded interviews such that we can bring you the best, not just from Lagos State, but from outside Lagos State. So keep listening to Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. And also, over the next uh, two weeks, the programming for Sunday evening will change. New programs are coming up. You have something happening in your area you want to report? We're giving you 30 minutes to do that. A lot of other things are coming up. So stick and stay with the station that cares for you, where the conversation happens. Have a great evening. My name is Olua Kayode.